Hallelujah. How many of you are happy to be in the presence of the Lord? Hallelujah. Let's open our Bible to Ezra. The book of Ezra. There's a book called the book of Ezra. Praise God. It's not a movie name. It's a book called the book of Ezra. Chapter 9 and the 8th verse. The 8th verse. And now for a little while, grace has been shown from the Lord our God to leave us a remnant to escape and to give us a peg in his holy place that our God may enlighten our eyes and give us a measure of revival in our bondage. Amen. I like the old King James Version. It says, and now for a little space, grace has been showed from the Lord our God to leave us a remnant to escape and to give us a nail in his holy place that our God may enlighten our eyes and give us a little reviving in the time of our bondage. Two things the Holy Spirit says here. He has given us grace and he has given us a nail. The thought for this morning is God is looking for a nail. The Bible says he has given us a space of grace and has given us a nail. How many of you are thankful for the grace of God? Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. How many of you are thankful for the favor of God? How many of you are thankful that he did not choose to look to your disobedience, but he chose to look to the obedience of Jesus? How many of you are thankful that Jesus, hallelujah, praise God, took your place, hallelujah, and he took your disobedience, your sin, hallelujah, praise God, he took your shame, he covered you with his own precious blood, and he chose to reveal forth his love and his mercy and his grace and his power over your life what a wonderful grace it is called the unmerited favor of god do i merit it no it's called the goodness of god praise god some people say a god is a bad god that's a lie he's a good god he's a gracious god my Bible says the steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies, they never comes to an end. It is new every morning and great is thy faithfulness. He's a good God. Every day, His mercy is new. Every day, His grace is new. Every one of us make mistakes every day. And what will you think? Don't think over your mistakes. Think of your mercy of God. Thinking about your mistakes will never bring you out of your mistakes. But thinking about the mercy will bring you out of your mistake and make you whole. Praise the Lord. Am I saying that we have to hide our mistakes under the carpet? No. You are going for an interview. And on the way of the interview, or the most important interview of your life, that you get upset in the traffic block with the policeman, with the car that was behind you, the car that was ahead of you, the vehicle that was benign beside you praise god you got upset with that and in your own bangalore language you just exchange few slang praise god few f words and few bagera bagera praise god suddenly you are feeling bad you are keep thinking about what a, what a mistake that i do what did i do and you suddenly your wife comes calls in between says have you reached in time why are you going so slow and you're first of all upset with what has happened in the car and with the people you have spoken and suddenly your wife is asking you a nagging question you fire her too and then you are saying i want to go for the interview will god bless me will his love be based upon what i have done will he block me 
Will he stop me from getting my seat? My answer to that question is no. He's a loving God. He's a merciful God. He's a God who understood you. Praise God. He's a God who understood that you are a mortal man, that you are a dust, that you cannot move a step forward without his help. He helps you at that moment. He helps you in your infirmities. He hates you and tell you, I will still bless you, my son. I will still bless you, my daughter. Look to the cross. Look to the mercy. And you go there. You performed well that you thought. But having experienced the goodness of God, will you come back and with your ego and pride, not say sorry to your wife? I know that you might not be able to find all the people who you got mad with, but at least you say, Lord, I'm sorry that I've done it. If I see them, I will say sorry. That's what happens. When you experience the goodness of God, you become good. You become good. You become good. Hallelujah. The one who never experienced the goodness of God, they will become bad. He's a good God and the devil is a bad devil. How many of you want 2018 to be a good year? You have to experience something good in your life. You have to see a good God. Somebody asked me, if I am very bad, will he teach me a lesson? If I reject pastor from this house, Will I leave the church before it is over? Will he teach me a lesson on the way that I take an auto, I catch an auto? Will I have an accident on the way? Will your father, will I teach my son when he disobeys me, put him under the car and teach him a lesson? How many of you fathers here teach your children, put their head under a car and say, listen, otherwise I will kill you. If you evil fathers won't do it, how much for my God is merciful, compassionate, slow to anger and abounding in love. He's a good God. But then you will say, but pastor, sometimes God allows it, certain bad things to come our way. Is that theology right? Is it another way of saying that if I can't teach my children something, I will tell my neighbor, break his hand and teach him a lesson. I am allowing my children to be broken. Come on church this morning. Come on church this morning. He doesn't allow you to be broken to learn. Because he's a good God. He doesn't destroy you to teach you. He makes you think about his goodness to teach you. Then why all these bad things come? Because sin has consequences. When you sin, you open the door to the enemy. And when you keep sinning, it is a sin that is destroying you, not God. You steal People call you a thief. Not God told them to call you. If you sin, it's the consequences of sin. People will call you a thief. If you sleep with somebody else's wife, they'll call you an adulterer. It's God. If you keep exchanging gossip between your friends about somebody, he'll call you a talebearer. I mean, that's what sin does. Sin has consequences. That's why 2018, we want to be conscious about this grace. Grace make us conscious about Jesus make grace makes us conscious about what he has done in our lives grace makes us conscious of God's goodness of the Lord always it gives us an energy it gives us a boost it is like drinking a boost in the morning you feel strong hallelujah the goodness of God the grace of God is a boost every day praise the Lord Psalm 116 says what shall render to the Lord for this goodness how many of you love Psalm 116 you should go home and read he said, why shall I, what shall I do for the goodness that he has shown me? What shall I render to the Lord? See, that is the question that you will come with. Hallelujah. When you see God's goodness, you will not move away from the Lord. 
you will say what shall i do for you lord what shall i do for you lord how will i make you happy lord because you know that obeying god is not going to minus anything it's only going to add it becomes your attitude it becomes your life because he's a good god he will not tell you something that will destroy you he will only tell you things that will take you to your destiny so if you believe god is good you should also believe god has given you a good church god has given you a good pastor and when you say that when you believe that when pastor tells you something to do it you will say it's a good god telling my good pastor to telling me something that i don't want to do when moses went to the mountain the people of israel said aaron make us an image of calf and you be our leader and aaron was very happy suddenly from associate pastor his pastor senior pastor he said come on come on give it give it give your earrings i will make there are two things to learn from that number one you should never have an image of any god leviticus 11 and the 26th verse uh, 26th and the first verse says you shall not make an image of likeness of anything some of you have made an image of god that you like and you're worshiping it you should not make you should know that the god you serve is a god in the bible you should not make any image contrary to the image of god in the bible you should not go to any church you should not listen to any man of god who gives you a contrast of the god who is there in the bible praise god it will destroy you not do you make an image of your own fantasies and worship that praise god number 2 the bible says bad leadership will always do what the congregation wants aaron immediately did oh stop the meeting pastor at uh, 1255 if i'm going to listen to you i'm a bad pastor i should listen to the spirit of god moses went to the mountain he did not give what the people wanted him to give he gave what the lord had for them come on church hallelujah you need leaders not who does what you want them to do but leaders who does what god has for them who gives you what god has for you praise god nobody like moses i think this morning praise god you are naran or moses trust the lord the bible says but trust his prophets 2018 you want to prosper give one year at least one year say lord i'm going to obey you this one year you're supposed to obey the lord for the rest of your life but at least say lord one year i'm going to obey the lord and one year i'm going to obey my pastor and let's see what i will see let's see what i will get out of it praise the lord i will assure you serving the lord for over 22 years i assure you that you will not be disappointed that nothing will be subtracted from you that you will not become bad you will not become worse i will tell you that the devil and his plans will be destroyed over your life God gave them a grace and a nail. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. What you hang on a nail is up to you. Praise the Lord. Some people on that nail, they hang their sorrows. They hang their fears. Other people, they put their dreams, their aspirations on that nail. God on that nail gave us his only son Jesus. He put his only son Jesus on that nail. Hallelujah. This morning in the nail of God's grace it is up to you what you are going to put. Either you can put your sorrows, your past, your your shame, your sin, what you have lost, hallelujah, what you did not get, or you can put your future or your aspirations, what I am believing and the things that I am believing, the cars, the Mercedes, the 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 job, the career, but never forget 
what god chose to put on that nail is his only beloved son jesus christ and all those who look to him they shall never be put to shame this morning i and the petra church should choose to put jesus on that nail come on why should i put jesus on that nail because if you put jesus on that nail the bible says if you have son you have everything else if god has given you his only son will he not give you all things so you put jesus on that nail you can have everything with it because he is the only permanent one thing hallelujah only one permanent thing hallelujah that we place on that nail should be jesus not the blessings amen not the ups not our downs only thing that we put on that nail he has given us a grace and he has given us a nail and we say lord it is you we hang out on it it is you we will look to you hallelujah god is looking for a nail the bible says in ezra chapter 9 the children of israel were slaves the bible says in slavery they lost their identity praise the lord in slavery how many of you know when we are slavish we forget that we are the children of god How many of you know it is the slavishness that stops us from speaking people about Jesus I rebuke that slavery I open your mouth I open your mouth go and tell how good he is hallelujah I open your mouth I as the pastor of this church the servant of the living God I open your mouth I rebuke that deaf and dumb spirit to leave your life an old man at the age of 80 was asked deny him he said i will not because for 80 years this god has not done any bad anything bad now why should i deny him at the age of 80 my brother you can my psalmist said i've been young and i've been old but i've not been forsaken or i've seen my children begging for bread the song of songs says he's all together lovely there is no spot there is no blemish there is no fault even the pilot could not find any fault he is jesus christ the son of the living god the spotless lamb of god and all those who put their trust in him will rise up from glory to glory god is looking for a nail just imagine people have lost their identity but in the midst of that god is prophesying grace 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 have you lost your identity I am prophesying God's space of grace over your life. A time of grace is going to come. A time of favor is going to come. Come on. Come on. Come on. What is a nail? What is a nail? A nail is something that holds things together. God is looking for people who will hold things together. Go oh, come on church. Oru mone endha suchipikkune? Ellam orumichu kondirna. Ellam thooki idna. Praise the Lord. something that holds everything together you put something it holds everything it keeps how many of you want a nail that will hold things together in your marriage how many of you want to be a nail who will hold things together in the family of god how many of you want to be a nail that does not divide but unite oh come on church hallelujah how many of you decide 2018 i'm going to hold everything together for the glory of god ah oh, come on come on Come on it's not pastor's job to hold the church together it is every person who is in this church's job to hold people together hallelujah for the glory of Jesus Christ hallelujah how many of you will thank god i thank look at somebody and say i'm a good nail bro <laughs> praise god hallelujah 
Thank God for the mothers who holds the families together. Thank God for the associate pastors who holds the church together. Thank God for the music ministry who holds the worship together. Hallelujah. Thank God for the husbands who holds the wives and the children together. Thank God for the church who through fasting and prayer and intercession holds the hallelujah majority of the people together. Thank God for those minorities. Mm. How many of you know a nail can hurt you if it is out of place? The wife's place in the house is to be submitted to the husband's. Children's place in the home to be submitted to the parents. Not in place, you can hurt each other. Is your parents. Associate pastors and the team are supposed to support the pastor in the church. Pastor Rajesh said, behind every successful man of God, there is a very tired team. I thank God for the people who have been become very tired to hold the church together. Who are willing to be tired for the glory of God unselfishly keeping things away to hold things together be a nail in the proper place glory to god there are different kinds of nails number one decorative nails only looks beautiful on sunday praise the lord they are only decoration they come here to fulfill their obligation they are just decorative praise the lord amen i'm just speaking about decorative nails not you Look at somebody and say, don't be a Sunday nail. <laughs> Hallelujah. Then there are headless nails. Praise the Lord. There are headless nails. They are too independent. They forget that Jesus Christ is the head of their lives. Jesus Christ is the senior pastor of this church. Jesus Christ, hallelujah, should be the head of every area and decision that we make. Nobody said, Amen. Pastor, first few nails were good. Some people are headless nails. They are hardest to lead. They're very difficult to lead because they are too independent in their thoughts. They have independent thinking. Praise the Lord. If you tell them to do something, they either feel hurt or offended or they retreat. The moment Peter heard about that he has to follow Jesus to the cross, the Bible says he retreated. He retreated and the Bible says he walked at a distance. But I want to tell you, Peters, don't be a headless nails. Because when you had the head, you were a sea walker. Praise the Lord. When you had the head, you were a miracle walker. When Jesus will be your head, you will be a miracle walker. A water walker. Look at somebody and say, I'm a water walker. Hallelujah. Families, husband is the head. I know there are times that you might not like exactly what the husband says. But pray for him instead of saying, you son of a devil. At least in your heart. Husband. Let Jesus be your head. Amen. Other day I said, sometimes, you know, in the Bible it says, you know, in, in the, oh, oh, when we were growing up young, we were taught that marriage, God uses marriage for redemptive purposes. The reason why God has given you a mate or a helper is to help you to fellowship with God better and to see God's purposes and plans fulfilled in your life. Amen. Because Adam was speaking to the elephant, he did not get closer to the Lord. He was speaking to the zebra, he did not get closer to the Lord. He was speaking to the monkey, all that he learned was to climb up few trees and to, you know, scratch his head, nothing more. But the Lord said, oh my God, I have to make somebody suitable for him. Suitable helper. That's why don't go and choose your suitable helpers, where God chooses for you. That way, otherwise they'll help, take you away from the Lord. So God said, I'll do it. You sleep, I'll do it. Because if I make you, Adam, you know, if I give you the option, you know, you'll make a mistake. So the better place is to sleep. 
after Adam spent a little time with Eve, he thought I would have never, God should have never woke me up. That's just a joke. He looked at Eve and said, wow, praise God. Wow, bone of my bone, flesh of my flesh. Anthony, have you told Usha that? You want to say it to the mic? You are bone of my bone, flesh of my flesh. Usha, you are happy? Praise God. <laughs> praise God. Amen. You should not be headless. Hallelujah. So Jesus gave Eve as a helper. But just imagine, why does God give us relationships, husband, children, wives? Because if the husband is too proud, you will get a more proud woman in your life. To the point that you will have to humble and say, Lord, help me. But if your too, husband is too proud and too stubborn and somehow, you know, beat the wife to under his leg, then you will get a son who will break your leg. To the point that you will say, here I am, Lord, take me. What am I trying to tell you? God gives you family members, relationships, so that you will get closer to Jesus. Praise God. One way or the other, God will make sure that you will humble before God and His purposes in your life will be fulfilled. How many of you are thankful for your family? Hallelujah. I know it's been a little dark, it's been a little difficult, but glory to God. It was good intention that He added that husband and wife. That's why it's always good to follow the head. Husband, follow Jesus. Wife, follow husband. Children, follow husband. I mean, parents shouldn't be headless. And the third kind of nail is called pointless nail. Have you seen people asking you, Pastor, what's the point? How many? What's the point coming to church every Sunday? What's the point coming to church twice a week? What's the point believing the Lord? How many years? What's the point? You pointless nail. Always doubting, unbelieving. Always asking questions. You know, there are people who ask genuine questions. People ask questions because they want an answer. Sometimes they ask the question because they're not sure about the answer. Or they're not sure what's the right answer. It's very genuine. Some people ask the question because they don't want to give a wrong answer. Some people ask a question because they don't want to wrongly interpret the answer. Some people ask questions because they don't want to make a mistake. Some people ask the question because they're desperate for an answer in their case. Some people ask the questions because they are tired without an answer. Some people ask a question because they know that only God can answer. Some people ask a question because everybody else is questioning them. Somebody is asking a question because you started questioning yourself. Some people ask the question because they are scared of the probability without an answer in their lifetime. Some people ask the question because you are just passed out. Some people ask the question because you're about to fall. Some people ask the questions because the Lord has not answered them. Some people ask the question because they are thinking whether I have done something wrong. Some people ask the question because they want to know is there anything wrong with them? Some people ask the question because God is silent. But Nehemiah asked the question, will God ever forgive us? Will God ever forgive our forefathers? It was a genuine question. And for a genuine question, God gave the answer one. Grace, 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 grace. Amen. My grace is enough. Paul, there are thorns and demonic. Satan withstood me, pastor. Paul said, Satan withstood me with this thorn. Jesus said, my grace is enough. When you are weak, I am too strong. In other words, when you are weak, there's a Holy Spirit explosion that takes in your heart and your life. Thank God for the weak people. Don't ever ask, what's the point? Hallelujah. What's the point of holding this marriage together? It's gone to the ruins. Let me tell you what's the point. Two people is better than one. Go tell your husband, I am 10 times stronger with you. Go 
tell your wife, I'm 10 times stronger because the Bible says one can put a thousand to flight, two at 10,000. 10 times stronger. What's the point? Yeah, there is a point. It's 10 times stronger in your marriage life. Hallelujah. This morning, when we're going to break the bread, we are telling you, I understood the point. When I'm breaking the bread and drinking the cup, I am saying, I know the point. I am victorious through Christ Jesus. Then there is the rusted nail. A nail that is lying useless in the shelf. How many of you, 2017, you were rusted? And have you come to 2018? Rusted and in the shelf. I want to tell you something. Don't be rusted. You have to do something for the Lord. You have to do something for the pastor. You have to do something for the gospel. You have to do something for the glory of God. Don't be arrested and be escaping a shelf. You have to do something for Jesus. Amen. Praise God. How many of you know any cloth that has a rusted nail on it will have a stain? Avoid rusted nails or you will have a stain in your life. Look at somebody and say, avoid rusted nails. Praise the Lord. You have to avoid rusted nails. People who stain your life, people who put you down, people who can, who can hurt you to the point that you can't serve the Lord. Sometimes you have to avoid them because God is going to release a new grace this morning. And the lastly, there's plastic nails. What nails? The moment the heat comes on them, they melt because of the mounting pressure. It melts. It can't handle the heat. It can stand when people question them about their faith. There are only Christians in the church, outside. I mean, you won't even know them. But how many of you will say, I am not going to be a rusted nail, a plastic nail. Praise God. Praise God. Amen. Bible says, consider it a joy when you go through various trials. Come two people, two people. Come, come. Two, two, fast, fast, fast. No time. Yeah, two, two. You two stand there. Praise God. So consider it all joy. Say, so these guys are from the devil, okay? Never. <laughs> these guys are of the Lord. Look at their face. Say, so consider it all joy. When you go through various trials. What trials? Hit them. Hit them hard. At least show them. Show hit. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Come on. Why, why are you so silent? Come on. Yeah. Say, so consider it all joy. See? Hey. When you are fighting. Why? Just be patient. While you are waiting for your answer. Don't quit. Be patient. Consider it as a joy. Joy. See, these guys are singing. You know why? These guys are smiling at them. When all the trials are coming, they are smiling. In reality also, you can smile. If you have joy in your heart. If you have praise in your mouth. Mm. If you have a garment of celebration. If you are a worshipper. When the enemy is trying you. Trying you. Trying you. And you are praising. You are praising. And you are praising. You are saying, I am putting a garment of celebration when I'm going through trials, when I'm going through trials in America, in a place called Kentucky, there is something, a slang word called bless them out. You know what it means? Which means that if uh, Patrick irritates me the most, you know, I get to point where I call him and I will bless him out. You know what I'm saying? In other words, the way that I speak to him, the kind of words that I use him, he will exit, he will run for his life. Bless him out. When the enemy comes, when you are praising and shouting the Lord, not only you are blessing the Lord, you are blessing the devil. Out! Come on. You are blessing him. Out! Praising him. Out! What am I trying to say? Don't be a plastic nail. Sit quietly, rusted. When the enemy comes, put on this garment of praise. Bless the enemy. Out! 
You have to bless the enemy out. Some people say patience means silently waiting. In the context of James 1, James 1 is not speaking about patience as waiting, but patience as praising while you are waiting. Ah, praising while you are waiting for your answer. You are praising, 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 praising that the enemy will be blessed out. Oh, come on church. How many of you understood that? Some make some noise in the church. Make some noise in the church. Let the devil leave. Yeah, 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 yeah. Say, make some noise. Yes. People will say, Holy Mary, you are Virgin Mary, you are a virgin, you are all sort of names they will give you. You are a holy crap. Praise God. Yeah, this holy crap can get the unholy devil out of your life forever. No wonder David said, I praise the Lord at all times, and his praise shall be continually with you on my lips. Offer him a sacrifice of Hebrews says, offer him a sacrifice. Even when you feel like praising him, even while you feel like, oh, pastor is throwing a tamasha. I mean, these guys are, I mean, absolutely crazy. Just praise him. You'll feel the peace. And then there is the crooked nail. Always. Have you seen the crooked nail? Always looking down. Looking down on God. Looking down on people. Looking down on themselves. Don't look down. He's a good God. Don't look at other people down because they are the one God has used them to send you, hallelujah, some blessing into your life. Bible says he will make the crooked way straight. And then there is the lastly, the straight nail. How many of you want to be a straight nail? Go to Isaiah 22 verses 22 and 23. Isaiah 22 verses 22 and 23. The key of the house of David I will lay on his shoulder. So he shall open and no one shall shut. And he shall shut and no one shall open. And he shall, I will fasten him as a peg in a secure place. I will fasten him, original says, a nail in a secure place. And he will become a glorious throne in your father's house. I will make him a nail in the sure place. Say, and the key of the house of David, where will it lay up? I will lay up on the, see my keys are in the pocket. How many of you can see my keys? My keys are in the pocket. But the Lord said, I will give you a key on the house of David. I will lay upon the shoulder. Give you the key. The Lord is saying, this is the key that I'm going to give. You cannot put it in the pocket. Ah, come on. You will have to carry this. Hallelujah. Speaks about the authority God has given us. Hallelujah. This key has got authority to open nations. This key has got authority to calm the storm. This key has got the authority Hallelujah, to put the flex in its place. This key has got authority to break curses. This key is an authoritative key that opened the city for the gospel of Jesus Christ. That will seat up a thousand people for the glory of the Lord. This key can open up apostles, pastors, teachers, oh, evangelists, teachers in this house. This is a key upon the shoulder. A big key. This is the key that will save your family. This is the key that will make the city escape suicides and death. Somebody have a tendency of committing suicide with this key. I close that spirit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Amen. And the Bible says, I will make you as a peg in a secure place. I will establish you as a nail on a sure place. In a sure place. Till 2017, God has done mighty things for you. God has done mighty things for me. God has done mighty things for this church. But be it from 2018, 
God will establish us as a church. God will establish our families. God will establish our children. God will establish us in this city for the glory of Jesus Christ. God will establish us in signs, miracles and wonders. God will establish us in fruitfulness. Power. Amen. God is looking for a nail. Amen. We don't want to sit in self. We want the Holy Spirit himself take us and nail us for the glory of God. Amen. There is a boldness that you need to come. Government will go, government will come. But be it a straight name. Give it to the hands of the Holy Spirit. He will establish your life. How many of you believe that? If you believe that, put your hands together. Give a clap offering to Jesus. The first half of this year is going to be so glorious. Hallelujah. Don't wait for the second half. Ah, I can't think. It's going to establish your life. Bible says he takes the first to establish the second. In other words, the first till today is the first half of your life. I'm telling in the Holy Spirit, till today is the first half of your life. From this day onwards, oh, it's going to be a praise life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Mm. God is depositing faith and boldness. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I end with this. After all, our Jesus is the carpenter. You can safely give your life and the Holy Spirit will nail you and establish you in a sure place. Amen. Let's close our eyes in prayer. Hallelujah.